Previously on Secluded Thoughts. Your happiness, your peace, your joy, being able to have genuine relationships with people, being able to be open and vulnerable and share when you need help or share good news or have people who really hold you down and support you and all of that. That is largely dependent on your healing because your healing is going to affect your character. It's going to affect how emotionally available you are. It's going to affect whether or not you can be vulnerable. It's going to affect how you, you know, whether or not you have the emotional maturity to deal with people when they are emotional, etc. Right? That depends on your healing. So I don't want you to think that just because people are successful but flawed, then that means you don't have to work on becoming the best version of yourself internally in order to get the things you want. You might be able to get the things you want bypassing some of that healing, but it's not necessarily going to improve the quality of your relationships. It might improve the quality of your life, like your lifestyle. You might be able to afford nicer things, but... I don't think you want to have the things, the material things that you want, but not have anybody to share it with because you're so emotionally unavailable or because you don't handle conflict and constructive criticism well or feedback. So when people who love you and who care about you tell you certain things about yourself, you take it negatively, you create a problem and then you all start fighting and then you start losing people in your life and then boom, you get successful and you, like, you're just lonely. You have no friends. You don't trust anybody because you sabotage all of those relationships because you did not focus on healing the part of you that made you so defensive, that made you so petty, that made you so quick to fight people and argue. That is what I am encouraging you to do in this episode. Make your healing a priority. Do not make your healing optional when you are going for the things that you really want in life. That's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to work on like my financial goals and stuff like that, while also prioritizing my healing at each phase. And when I say healing, I mean like with everything in life, right? If you're not new to the podcast, you know that I've talked about many different aspects of life and relationships and I have shared with y'all how I overcame certain things or how my mindset has changed, etc, etc. And so that clearly tells you how I prioritize making sure that I'm becoming the best version of myself and I'm learning from these trials and tribulations that God seems to think I enjoy. But that, anyway, anyway. But I just, I, just, I, I just felt like I had to say this because I needed to hear it when I was having that conversation with myself because it, it can be so easy to just overlook all of your flaws. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't love yourself and you should strive for perfection. That's not what I'm saying at all. Definitely love and accept yourself and give yourself grace. But if you have certain areas in your life where, you know, it's just like, like let's say you are petty or let's say like you don't take feedback well, you don't take accountability for your actions or you have 
you know, or you're insecure about something, it's not to say that you shouldn't accept yourself. But if there's areas where you can improve and you know that improving those areas of your life or your personality will significantly improve the quality of your life and your relationships, you should definitely strive to do that, right? I know there's like a lot of talk around toxic um, positivity or toxic healing and stuff, stuff like that. Oh, I've seen people on social media, especially TikTok, say things like, oh, some of y'all are pushing this narrative that we should always be improving and we should never be happy with where we are and blah, blah, blah. Child, I don't know if there's people actually doing that in a detrimental way, but I don't believe I am one of those people. All I'm saying is I simply understand that For those of us who are aspiring to certain things in life, we want certain things in life, we want a certain type of life. If you have big dreams and big goals, it's going to require a different version of yourself. And it's not to say you shouldn't love yourself because you will never get something better without already appreciating what you already have. If you don't steward over the things that you currently have, you are not going to get more of it. So you absolutely have to love and accept yourself. You definitely have to give yourself grace while you're doing this. But I don't believe in remaining stagnant or finding something about myself that is severely impacting my relationships with people or my happiness etc and just saying oh well that's who I am I'm just going to accept it okay well then be miserable be miserable like if you are the type of person or I'm sure you've probably known somebody or met somebody like that who can't keep friendships very long like There is one common denominator in all of these situations. It cannot be always on the other person. That just doesn't make sense. That just doesn't make sense. And in a situation like that, if you say, oh, well, I accept myself for who I am. I'm perfect and blah, blah, blah. You you will never have genuine relationships. You would never have genuine friendships. And that's no way to live your life. We are not meant to be alone. We are not meant to be alone as human beings. So if you have certain aspects about yourself that is causing strife in your relationships, like because of you specifically, not saying the other person is perfect, but if you know there is something about yourself that is affecting the quality of your relationships, you need to check that if you want better relationships. It's simple, right? It's simple. Thanks for tuning in to this week's recap. If you enjoyed that snippet, make sure you check out the full episode listed in the title and the description. And tune in every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays for more recaps. Also, if you know someone who needs to hear this, make sure you share this episode with them. Or if you would like to share it with your followers, because maybe you think a few people who follow you should probably hear it for whatever reason. Screenshot the episode and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at secluded.thoughts. Thanks again for listening and make sure you subscribe and leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. And I will talk to you on the next episode. 
$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. 